right, testing one, two, three. Welcome to the The Life Given Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Isaac Lopez. Today, uh, I, I do need to apologize for the audio and video, uh, but especially to the audio listener, uh, I, I don't have my mic in front of me today. And the reason is that uh, to that is because I got a new toy. Um, and I am uh, recording uh, on this uh, new computer uh, that uh, Ruth and I picked up to replace my my old dinosaur. So um, it's it's a new um, Mac, and so I can't uh, use my USB with the mic to plug right into it. So uh, the show must go on, um, and I'm excited to use this. It'll enable me to edit faster, do more writing, um, and so on and so forth. Uh, so do I do apologize uh, just here at the outset, but today really is going to be a jam-packed show. Uh, there there have been a lot of things that have happened this week that have come to the surface, uh, and and there are some things that I feel like need to be corrected that need to be highlighted, and honestly that we just need to kind of wrap our minds around uh, just a lot of things that have come out, and uh, I, I would like to just kind of tie it all up with this um, prompt or this encouragement, and that's just do your own research. Uh, there, uh, the more and more I delve into current events and current issues, the more and more I realize just how much people have their own agenda, how much people may not actually know, even though they lead you to believe, thinking that they know more. Now, hopefully you've never encountered that on this podcast, but you probably have. In all honesty, there have probably been episodes where I have tried to sound more confident than I probably had the right to be. Now, I would argue that maybe, maybe that's just being a podcast host, but um, I, I, am, um, uh, I just want to point some of those things out uh, this, in, on, on uh, uh, this episode as we wrap up our week. Um, and so we're, we're going to be talking about the, uh, 6%, the 6% number that has been thrown around so much, uh, coming out from the CDC. We're going to talk about, uh, Dion Kay, who is a, an African-American who was shot by police, uh, in DC just a couple of days ago. We're going to discuss, uh, the, uh, this new bill that just passed in California, uh, and that was approved by the Senate, and a lot of people are up in arms over it. Uh, some may say they have a right to be uh, there. There are, and then finally, I want to discuss uh, the rising numbers of how should we put it? COVID nineteen collateral damage, not not responsible. Uh, COVID nineteen was not responsible for this directly, uh, but our treatment of COVID nineteen. Uh, drove these numbers through the roof. And that was covered actually by uh, Sam Nias uh, over at the Life Given News. And he had a great article covering the survey that the CDC conducted. Anyway, a lot to get to. Um, and I don't want to sit here boring you for 45 minutes. So let's jump into it and actually discuss and look at some of the facts about these things. Because you probably have heard a lot about these various subjects. And I want to just actually work through some of them and maybe hopefully clear out some of the uh, brush, clear away some of the brush and clear away some of the weeds. So let's start with Dion Kay. Okay, this African American in DC, he was shot and died from this so fatally shot uh, by this officer in DC. 
Now, this only happened a couple of days ago. And of course, when that hits the headlines, you see the first wave of news covering, once again, black man shot by white cop, which is just so, um, so minimizing and just so narrowly focused uh, that it, it surprises me that people are still reading those news sites with any belief in their integrity. But Dion K, right? So the first wave came out uh, and it was, it was these headlines that uh, heightened protests in DC and our capital. Um, but then there was a second wave that just came out in the last eight to nine hours. And that was the second wave of people after they watched the video footage released by DC police. And so the DC police department came out and released body cam footage. So they have been having their officers, all of their officers have been uh, employing the use of body cameras. And so they had footage of this. And I think this clears the air significantly. Now we don't know all of the surrounding facts um, and I'm not gonna come out and say that this completely clears the air that there I have no questions after this but I think that this answers a lot of the uh, big questions because uh, the uh, police department issued a statement that uh, this man um, Dion K had a weapon and he brandished it at the officer so the officer fired so we're going to watch the footage and we'll review some of their statements that the uh, uh, DC Police Department released. So we'll jump right into that, right? Okay, so here we are uh, with the, uh, one of the official statements released by uh, the Police Department in DC. And it gives a rundown of what happened uh, in this situation. So on Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020, at approximately 3.49 PM, uniformed MPD officers were in the area of the 200 block of Orange Street Southeast to investigate a man with a gun. Now, I'm gonna stop here and just mention that I've heard uh, a couple of reports and a couple of different people say that they had been tipped off saying that there are two men uh, with weapons. Uh, and so they were here to investigate it. So I'm assuming if, they're to if they are there investigating something that they have, <clears throat> excuse me, they have a tip off of some kind. So upon arrival, we're back to the statement now. The officers approached individuals in a parked vehicle. Mr. Dion K exited the vehicle and began to run on foot. Officers pursued Mr. K on foot. An officer observed Mr. K brandish a firearm, and subsequently the officer discharged his service weapon once, striking Mr. K in the chest. Now, they go on to mention, I believe, in this that they do try to rush him to the hospital, but it's he, he unfortunately does not make it. Um, so we are going to start here. Uh, fair warning, as you have just read um, and listened, there is a shooting. So uh, do be aware of that. The chest. So the officer's pulling up right now. I think there's two there in the vehicle. <laughs> And you're get, we'll slow down here in a second, um, but uh, Dion K, who's the suspect now on the ground, 
uh, does not have a weapon in his hand. Um, but that was because he ended up throwing it. So they go down and search for him. Um, and they spend, uh, the, the footage goes on, uh, him just searching throughout this park, this green area, uh, looking for the service, uh, for the weapon that Dion had. Um, so we're gonna fast forward a little bit here. Uh, they did a bit of work to um, slow, to put it in slow motion and then show that there- Do we think he has a gun? Um, that there was actually a um, weapon in his hand. I don't know. It's a firearm. I'm involved. When the so right here he has a firearm right there in his hand now it's very clear which you know the body cam footage hasn't been clear up to this point so i guess when you slow it down you might have that kind of definition uh but at least according to this video right here there is a firearm in his hand and he chucks it but of course as an officer of the law you don't know if he's about to throw it or if he's raising it chest level to fire it at you. And so, so there you have it. That, that's really the only thing that I want to examine. And I, I would love to get your feedback on it because to me, I feel like that there is probable cause enough there to warrant the officer to fire, especially when the, your assailant has a weapon, he's drawing it. Um, so uh, that, that's just, that's just what happened. Okay. That's actual footage of what happened. Take of it, make of it what you will. Um, but the narrative that has been pushed for months now, uh, surrounding black lives matter, um, and surrounding, uh, the, um, boys in blue, uh, it's been very tense. And so hopefully we can inject some reason. And I, uh, the more and more I'm, I've studied and I think the narrative is starting to turn the tide is starting to turn uh, as reason I, I, I think is starting to prevail. Um, and maybe that's just the foolish optimist within me. So let's talk about briefly, uh, talk, let's discuss foolish optimism a little bit here with the 6% stat that you've probably heard issued by the CDC uh, that came out and uh, updated their website about a week and a half ago. Um, and they mentioned that uh, only 6% of the recorded COVID-19 fatalities were strictly coronavirus uh, induced or um, affected. The rest of them, the other 94% had a comorbidity. So there is an underlying health condition. And I saw this throughout my feed and this is purely anecdotal, but I, I think that this, you could extrapolate this to maybe a more universal observation. Uh, but a lot of my conservative friends started sharing that. Like, see, here's once again, more information showing and pointing to the fact that COVID-19 is not as bad as it, as we were told and as we thought. And then about five hours later, you see this next wave, this next narrative coming out and like, why you shouldn't believe that COVID-19 isn't something to be worried about or whatever. Um, and it, it just it strikes me as funny because it, like there's knee-jerk reactions on both sides of the aisle, both sides of whatever spectrum. Uh, people are 
desperately wanting this to be over, right? They, they want this pandemic to be over, you know, and I would fall closer to that camp than saying that the 6% is, you know, basically just um, bull drive. <laughs> uh, I, I think that um, really just general comments on that is that this 6% thing doesn't surprise me. We've talked about how this, that the coronavirus uh, targets people over the age of 70 and people with underlying health conditions. This stat just goes to bolster that idea, that claim. So I, I don't think that this should be an aha gotcha moment, but rather in, oh, that makes sense. If we're thinking about this like reasonable, rational Christians and human beings, this isn't a surprising statistic because this is what, um, as we've been able to study this novel virus more and more, we're starting to see that it follows the laws of epidemiology more and more. So um, really, uh, and this is the foolish optimist within me. And I, I, I've started seeing uh, more and more headlines, more and more articles, articles coming out saying that, you know, lockdowns we're crazy. We shouldn't have done that. Or uh, the coronavirus, we, we need to start opening back up. We need to start um, opening the economy back up. We need to get our children back out to socializing because we're taking away very uh, important aspects to their informative years, right? And so I, I think that um, even though the time between us and the election is only about 60 days now, I really do think that America is starting to throw off the, I, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, the psychosis, honestly, uh, that we have been enduring. Uh, and and this, this brings in this article that uh, Sam, uh, a contributor over at the Life Given News, uh, and I'll link to his uh, article below, uh, but he, he did a, um, a post recently uh, just just yesterday, actually, or today, he just posted today, um, talking about uh, the CDC the CDC study that came out on August fourteenth um, with a web based survey that they conducted through June twenty fourth and the thirtieth, and they found that there was a rise in substance use and suicidal thoughts and suicidal thoughts, and. So the one that I really want to hone in on here is between the ages of 18 and 24, there's a 25% increase. And, you know, that those, those are numbers that many people threw out there months ago. And I, I think that it's been too easy to just... Um, you know, write it off, you know, like this is, this is to save, if it's just to save one life, we need to go into lockdowns. If it's to save one grandparent, we need to go into lockdowns. And, you know, the consequences be damned. The other lives that we need to evaluate, the economy that was an all-time high in the last 50 years, all that be screwed, we're going into lockdowns. And now hindsight really is 2020, even though we have not had any kind of vision, any kind of foresight in the year of 2020. But 
we're starting to see that, oh, that was kind of brash. It was kind of irrational to think that this would work like we thought it would work. So I would go, uh, go find that, uh, I found the article very informative um, and, and there, are, there are actually a lot of more articles that are gonna be rolling out in this month alone. Uh, and you guys should really tune in to Life Given News. I'm really excited for the team we've got over there. Uh, it's just getting better and better by the day, honestly. So um, if you're looking for more news sites, uh, a news site that you can trust, I'm gonna get self-plug out of the way here. Um, I would go over and use the Life Given News. I've started using it more now that other people are writing on than just myself. And I've, I've, I'm finding it incredibly useful. And the articles are very short and very concise. So um, yeah, great, great article over there by Sam. Um, the, the last thing that I wanna to get to here, babe, what was the last thing I wanted to get to here? You were gonna talk about the bill. Oh yes, the bill, thank you. SB 145, I believe, I have it here. Um, Anyway, Ruth, Ruth has been sitting in the room this entire time. Uh, she has been, she, she truly is my guiding light. <laughs> um, so uh, also another plug, Ruth and I uh, dropped a podcast together, a podcast episode over on really, you can find it wherever this one's going to be uploaded, uh, the Podwalk episode two. And we talked about a previous podcasting venture that the two of us struck out on uh, and we struck out. Um, but it was uh, a very enjoyable experience. Um, but you should go listen and tune into that episode. Are you giving me a look? We well, well, we got a home run because we got married, but we struck out because we failed at at the pod. Oh no, 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 no! The actual podcast that we tried to launch. <laughs> anyway, that's staying in. Just an FYI. No, 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 no. So. Yes, the bill. What what is going on with uh, this California bill? That if honestly, it's just been today. But a lot of my favorite conservative podcasters that I listen to um, and listen to them very regularly came out and was bashing this bill as um, pedophile friendly law or pederasty friendly law, um, and because it, it basically the goal of this bill passed by uh, California legislature um, in the Senate now uh, in that state basically is trying to do is basically to try to um, uh, get uh, the same, to get rid of the um, discrimination that this law was inferring on uh, the LGBTQ community. So basically uh, there is this rule in California that if uh, someone who was, uh, had sex with a minor, they would be convicted or they, uh, if they were within this 10 year, uh, if they were not more than 10 years older than the minor, they wouldn't automatically be written um, as, they wouldn't automatically be registered as a sex offender. They could actually go to court. Um, and this is basically for the 19, 17 year old boyfriend, girlfriend uh, to have some protection uh, under the law. But uh, for someone who can commit sodomy with a minor, regardless of the age gap, uh, would automatically be a um, sexual, uh, a sex offender under the law without, without even going to court. So basically what this uh, bill was being passed was to make 
uh, all of that equal. Um, so whatever um, heinous acts were committed, they, they still have the opportunity to go to court uh, and be tried there. And really, we're going to wrap up this week right now with this. And that's just, don't be afraid to do your own digging on a subject, even if you might be worried that might not fit with your worldview. Um, or it might make you have to ask more questions or do more research. That's awesome. We need more truth seekers, and we're not tied down to a political party. So if that's if you're looking for a site that's trying to help people stay informed, do start looking into the life giving news. I'm really excited with the team of people we have over there, very capable, intelligent, smart people that I'm working with. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to be uh, on this project over there with them. And the goal is to create a space that will help you become informed um, and hopefully answer questions in an unconfusing pot, uh, way. That's not the best way of putting it, but hey, it's been a long week. So um, I, I hope you all have a great weekend. I hope that you guys uh, have been enjoying the podcast. Do subscribe and like on whatever platform. If you enjoy this enough to share it with a friend, share it with a friend. It really helps the show. Um, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram at underscore TLJ podcast underscore on parlor at TLJ podcast on Facebook at the life given news, or you can email me at the life given and received at gmail.com. And you can find this podcast on probably eight or nine different platforms, YouTube, Facebook, watch Podchaser, uh, Spotify, Google podcast, the life given news websites, and a couple others. As always, remember that the life that you've been given and the life that we have received includes every area of life. Current events are no exception. God bless.